Hello, I'm Curtis Bowers, and this is Agenda Weekly. Thank you so much for joining me again this week. Hope you're doing well. I've been thinking a lot the last few weeks about kind of the reality of our situation. I've been studying the Marxist left for a long time, but really have put a lot of thought into where do we stand? What's the situation in America today? And I'm going to talk about America at war. We've been warned for decades and decades by different people and groups that there was an agenda underway and there was things they were trying to do our enemies to our country and very few listened. But I'm waking up to see that we are currently at war. It's not something coming in the future. It's not the Cold War. It's a hot war, but it's fought in a different way and you need to be aware of it. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I think you'll find it very interesting and informative in helping us know what do we do when we realize the situation we're in. So those of you watching on all the different platforms, thank you so much for doing that. Please consider going to agendaweekly.com to become a subscriber. And those that are subscribers, thank you so much for supporting us in what we're doing. Over the last 70, 80 years, we've had so many people, KGB agents, defectors, ex-spies, refugees, so many different people warn us what the communists were doing to try to take us over from within. Most were aware of the threat from without, the Soviet Union and Red China and all the other communist countries, but very few paid attention to the war that was going on from within and what was happening from within to cause us to collapse. And I mean, as I've talked before in the past, Anatoly Galitsyn, who had been a KGB agent, he told us of the plans of the fake collapse coming and, and that they were going to try to lull us to sleep by being their friends so they could get the technologies, they could get funding, they could get opportunities to expand their influence worldwide because now they're nice communists. And he talked about that with us. Bezmanov explained to us the strategy they were using of, you know, manipulating, dividing and conquering and propagandizing us to buy in to the communist line. And he said, you know, they're going to create crises and then they're going to try to normalize things after that. So he told us so much. We had Whitaker Chambers and Senator Joseph McCarthy both tell us the government's totally penetrated with communists and yet we did nothing. Well, I'm going to talk today about the reality because we did nothing, because we ignored, you know, the 45 current communist goals from 1958. We ignored them telling us all the things they wanted to do. Well, they've accomplished those things. And so I think we still are in denial about the level of collapse we have reached and the amount of control that the communists have today in America. If you just even look at the slogans and, and the different movements today, uh, you know, defund the police, that's an ancient communist strategy they've used in many countries where they want it to collapse from within. They know in defunding the police, crime is going to accelerate, law and order will not be upheld, and therefore it'll create the chaos they need for revolution. You know, critical race theory, that was started by communists. And we act like it's some 
great brand new idea. Oh, this is going to help make things just. That's how it's being sold to us. Well, it's a communist movement, social justice movement that's taking over our churches. That's a communist movement that was started by the Frankfurt School. The idea that Republicans are suppressing the vote right now. That's what they've always done. They always corrupted elections, but then accused the enemy of trying to make things unjust in the election process. Um, equity, that's the, the buzzword by everyone on the left today. Equity equals communism. And so that's where we stand. I want to go through a few books that you might be interested in and that are interesting. Uh, just again, proof that we have been warned so thoroughly towards Soviet America, written by the head of the Communist Party, William Z. Foster, back in 1932. He said, if we want America to become Soviet America, here's what we need to do. Well, they've been checking all those things off, the Democratic Party and the liberals in America. Robert Morris wrote this incredible book back in the 50s, No Wonder We Are Losing. And he goes through all the testimony before Congress by ex-communists and, and agents and things that had defected to our side talking about, here's what they're talking about, and no one's paying attention to what they're doing and what our Congress, how our Congress and Senate is being penetrated. No one's paying attention, and that's why we're losing. Um, of course, the naked communists that you're familiar with, 1958, that have the goals. Here's the 45 main things they're doing to take us over from within. Also, that same year in 58, Masters of Deceit by J. Edgar Hoover, the founder and head of the FBI. He knew more about what was going on in America than anyone because he has his, his agents undercover and all the communist cells throughout America listening. What are they talking about? And he warned us, hey, they're going to take you over if you don't wake up. Um, Antony Sutton, Wall Street and the Bolshevik Revolution. It showed how all the elites were the ones that were funding the Bolshevik Revolution because they needed communism to be the vehicle to implement the totalitarian measures they were wanting to implement. The elites don't want to get their hands dirty and slaughter people, but they found a group that loves doing that. Then you go into the 80s and 90s, Red Cocaine. A book that showed us the entire drug trade in America has been propped up, instigated, and encouraged by the communists. Because they know if you get a culture that's laced with narcotics, it's going to collapse. Mesmerized by the bear. The Soviet strategy of deception just talks about all that, what they are doing to deceive us into thinking there's no more communism. That's all over with. A classic one by Anatoly Galitsyn, New Lies for Old, where he told us the great deception was coming. He wrote this in 1984, telling us the Berlin Wall is going to come down. They're going to act like they're done with communism and they want to be friends. And it's exactly what happened. Confessions of a Greenpeace dropout. This is Dr. Patrick Moore, who is the co-founder of Greenpeace. And he told us back in the 80s, the whole movement's been captured by the Marxists to destroy capitalism worldwide, but especially in America. Then Ion Pachepa, he was the head of the Romanian KGB. He, he wrote a book, Disinformation, 
telling here's what they're doing. They, they have a strategy to take you down and undermine your freedoms and attack religion and promote terrorism. He told us this many years ago. No one hardly listened. M. Stanton Evans, Stalin's secret agents. He documents from congressional record and declassified documents that FDR had over 200 Soviet assets and agents in his administration. 200. That's 90 years ago. Were they ever uprooted? Were they, were they ever removed from power? No. So we wonder, why is everything so anti-American, even in Washington, D.C., the capital of our country? That's why. They're communists. They hate America. And there's so many more. But those are some books that, again, foretold, here's what's happening, wake up. Here's what's happening, wake up. And very few did. The last couple weeks, you know, two weeks ago, we talked about what was going on in education with Alex Newman. And I'm so glad that people are standing up against critical race theory. But I hope that energy to stand against that will start to be focused on all the curriculum of the government schools. Even without critical race theory, our government schools are toxic and they're deadly and they're anti-American to the core and they're anti-children to the core. They're trying to destroy the minds of our children so they'll buy into the idea of communism. And so it, I hope it's the beginning of a movement to realize we have to get out. There's no hope for the government schools. You will not fix them. You will not change them because they're accomplishing exactly what they were intended to accomplish. We talked about the church last week with Trevor Loudon, enemies within the church. I was just speaking last weekend at a church in San Jose, California. And they, every time the doors are open, and I preached for two services, and there was about 1,000, 1,500 people at each one of those. They don't do masks. They don't do social distancing. But they get fined by the city $10,000 every time they open their doors. And yet they're still opening their doors. They already have over $3.6 million in fines, but they don't care because they know God said the church is supposed to meet, period. The Constitution says the church has the right to meet anytime for any reason or any circumstance because that's freedom of assembly, freedom of religion, and we need to stand up. But the evangelical church, like we talked about last week, is falling for all the, these Marxist schemes. And that's why this is so serious. Now, just starting at the top and going down through a lot of what's going on in our country, President Biden, do you know who first got him into office? As I studied this, I was kind of shocked. A man named Armin Hammer, who was a Soviet asset, and many think from the declassified FBI files and things, he was actually a KGB agent, but he's the man that got Biden first into office in America. The same guy that got Al Gore into office, a communist agent asset. I mean, <laughs> so we wonder why. Why is he pushing communist stuff? That's where his allegiance is, and that's who first pushed him up there. That's why he, everything he's pushing is straight from the Communist Party USA. Go to their website and see. It's not speculation. You look at the Communist Party USA, look at all the things they're promoting right now, and that is the exact 
talking points of the Democratic Party right now. And so we see that Vice President Harris, she's tied into openly to about every communist group in America with no shame, no, she openly in her own videos calling for communism. So we, we look at that and we go, wow, that's a problem. Then we turn to the Congress and Senate. Over a hundred members have actual ties to the Communist Party USA and other communist front groups. Over a hundred members of Congress. It's all been documented, it's fact. And we think everything's gonna be okay. It's not gonna be. When your enemies are in control, you're in trouble. The Department of Justice, we take a look at them. They're working to take down the U.S. president when all the four years Trump was in there. They're lying, they're doing criminal activity, forging papers, everything possible to protect our enemies and go after those that are patriotic, those that love America, those that are not interested in communist propaganda. The FBI and CIA, we've talked about this before, but you need to be reminded. Do you realize the last director of the FBI and the last director of the CIA, Comey and Brennan, both admitted over the last two years they had been communist. They said, oh, we're not anymore. But I know that's not true. Once you're a communist, you're always a communist, unless you've had a life-changing situation, like becoming a Christian or something, and then you know that has happened because then they're the most anti-communist person on the planet. But that has not happened. So the last director of the CIA and FBI were both communist. And I'm sure the current ones are as well. They always hire fellow travelers. They always hire comrades in arms because they have a goal. Like Lenin said a hundred years ago, we're going to encircle the last bastion of capitalism, the United States of America. We will not need to fight because they will fall like a ripe fruit into our hands. They knew what they were doing. They knew when the day came to take on America, they would just willfully give over to communism. The CIA, of course, has always been rotten to the core since its founding, and it's always been engaged in illegal activity. It's had no supervision by our government or anyone else. They sell drugs worldwide to fund all the things they want to do, and so, they are basically a tool of the elites to eliminate enemies they don't like, to, to topple governments that they don't want to be in power, and to do criminal activity. That's all they have ever done. But the FBI was good at one point. But we now have learned over the last couple of weeks as well that 20 FBI agents were arrested in the Capitol insurrection. 20 of them. So they're the ones that were stirring that whole thing up. And they've, of course, all been released but the ones that were patriots and that they were riling up to try to do something, they're still in solitary confinement five months later. And they won't go after real criminals in our country. Several recent terror attacks, we also know, were performed by the FBI. They had involvement in them. We know the Pulse nightclub attack now, where almost 50 people were executed in Florida. We know no FBI agents were involved in that. This is evil. They are doing exactly what the KGB would do or anything. They are evil to the core. They were also the ones involved in the fake kidnapping of Governor Whitmer in, in Michigan. 
that plan. They're the ones that set that up and then it got exposed. But that was our own FBI trying to act like right-winger conservatives. They were going to kidnap the governor or whatever. And it, so it's, it's complete. Our intelligence community has been completely taken over. Well, that's a real problem when you have them helping our enemies and going against anyone that's trying to help America. That's a real, real problem. But the communists succeeded in taking that over, which was their goal. Then you go into the military, and this is key. You know, Lloyd Austin is a Marxist. They now have a snitch line as part of our armed forces where you can call in and anonymously snitch on your fellow soldiers if you think they're too conservative or too patriotic. I mean, it's crazy, which is, of course, that's going to destroy the morale and, and they're teaching the military America's evil. The critical race theory and white privilege, all that is being taught. So who is going to want to go and die for an evil country? No one. This is so purposeful. People think it's ignorance. Well, they just don't understand. They know exactly what they are doing. They want to demoralize and, and just like they've done the police force where people finally go, don't want to be in the military. So you, you can't keep people in there or you can just get people that believe the party line. So when the time is needed to use those troops against the American people, they'll be happy to do that. This is so serious. No one's addressing it as an attack on our country. They're thinking, well, it's just a liberal guy has different views. No, it's a communist guy that knows exactly what he's doing to finish us off. Um, their stated purpose now of the United States military, a group that has always been unified. When you're in a foxhole together, you're buddies. You could care less your political views. You could care less about anything. You want someone there that you can depend on and they can depend on you and your, your brothers in arms. I mean, it, it's, and they're trying to destroy that. Now the main goal is diversity and inclusion. That's what the top guy said diversity and inclusion. And they say, we're preparing to eliminate our number one enemy, domestic terrorism. Not China, not Russia, who are working together and will take us over when they feel they're capable of doing that, because that's their only goal. <laughs> so we're not preparing our troops for war, to be tough, to be warfare ready. No, only our enemies would want our military not to be prepared for warfare, not to be prepared to defend the United States of America from all the enemies we have in the world. It's sobering. Just this week, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, General Mark Milley, he said this. I mean, this is shocking. This is the guy in charge. Here's what he said. I've read Mao Zedong, he said. I've read Karl Marx. I've read Lenin. That doesn't make me a communist. Why would he even be saying that to start with? Oh, it's kind of shocking. But then he went on and he, about someone that had criticized that they are offering instruction in white rage. And he said this, I want to understand white rage and I'm white. He went on to say that he wants to understand why an overwhelming white group of rioters assaulted the U.S. Capitol on January 6th and tried to overturn the Constitution of the United States of America. What caused that? 
I want to find out. <laughs> totally bought into the party line of propaganda. That's Marxist propaganda. As we've talked about before, it wasn't an insurrection, because if you're doing an insurrection, you bring weapons because you're trying to take over a country. Every person that was there that day, besides the 20 FBI agents that were Marxist, loves the Constitution. But now they've, again, flipped it to the opposite Marxist strategy. No, we're overturning the Constitution of the United States. It, it, it's crazy. But Marxists always accuse you of doing what they are doing. So that's a reality. So who wants an insurrection? They do. That's what they're doing right now. There's an insurrection going on currently by the president, vice president, Congress, Senate, military. It's an insurrection taking over our country from within and the other groups I'll talk about here. Again, you have to know the enemy. Always accuse your enemy of doing what you are doing. And that's exactly what's going on. Then you look at some different departments of government, the Department of Energy, you know, the Marxist environmental groups that are red to the core. They're the ones dictating what the EPA does, dictating energy policy. And that's why our current leadership says, no, we don't want to be energy independent. <laughs> what country would not want to be energy independent? No country, unless your enemies are in charge. Instead, we're dependent literally on enemy countries for our energy, and that's crazy. They also know it's gonna make the price skyrocket, which impoverishes everyone. It makes it harder to travel, harder to move about freely. They don't want that. And it destroys jobs, and it locks up our lands. Well, that's all a red agenda they've been pushing since the 60s through the environmental movement. We need to lock up the lands to impoverish America so it will collapse from within. In 1992, the communist meeting I even went to at Berkeley, they said, we gotta use the environmental movement to destroy the free markets in America. And that's what they're doing. Then you look at big medicine and big pharma and the CDC purposefully keeping medicines that work away from the people. Only your enemies would do that. Only your enemies would not open every possibility to you. Even if there was just a chance it would work, like vitamin D or something. Hey, everyone might want to try this. Some research shows it helps. Only your enemies would say, no, you're not allowed to do that. Medicine has been completely captured by the Marxist. And they, all they care about is profit and control. They want everyone to be vaccinated so they can make a lot of money and it'll cause more problems in the future. But then they want control. They want eventually passports so you cannot move freely if you didn't take our shot. They know the shot does nothing. They know it, it, it's not helping anybody. They, they know that. But it gave them a clear barometer to find out who is resisting their Marxist agenda to take over America. That's why it's key. That's why they want a COVID passport. Not because anyone's in danger, because of course they're not. If everyone that wants a vaccine gets a vaccine, then how does someone that didn't get the vaccination hurt anybody? Of course they don't. It's all just propaganda and disinformation, and people are dumb enough to accept that. Once a vaccine's available, it's crazy to think everyone needs to be vaccinated. 
If they don't get vaccinated, it doesn't hurt anyone except the person that didn't get vaccinated, if the vaccines really help. But it's just they, they want to limit movement in America, which they've really had a hard time working through because we're so free. So this was a great strategy to do that. And of course, Big Pharma loves to enslave people in addictions to medicines, because once you're addicted to medicines, once you're on 10 different pharmaceuticals, you will never go against them because they will withhold those medications and you become dependent on them, so you die. That's why they don't like health food. That's why they don't like vitamins. That's why they don't encourage you to be in shape and take care of yourself. They just say, here, take a few more pills. And if that pill gives you certain side effects, well, then take these pills. That helps with those side effects. They want total addiction because it gives you total control. Hopefully you watched the video we had a week or so ago. It was a short little video showing that when you put a mask on, in 90 seconds, they put a carbon dioxide monitor behind the mask. In 90 seconds, it reaches 10,000 parts per million, which is toxic of CO2. And that was a powerful video. If you didn't see it yet, go back and watch it and share it with others. It shows the masks are deadly. That's in 90 seconds. And if you wear them longer than that, it keeps going up higher and higher. And it's literally toxin that you're bringing, breathing into your system. Uh, lockdowns, the live lockdowns would help. They know those wouldn't help. They've never helped in world history. They know masks don't help. It's never helped in world history. Why did they do those? For power and control. And lockdowns, of course, as the United Nations says, I don't know for sure, but they said because of the lockdowns, at least 100 million people are going to starve to death real great plan. Only your enemies would do that. Only your enemies would want death and destruction like that. It's so they could take us over. Then you go into big tech, Google, Facebook, Apple, YouTube. They're all censoring free speech and only allowing the party line to be heard. Well, that's communism. That's what they did in the Soviet Union. That's what they do in China today. That's communism. And we somehow think, no, they're just leftists. They're not leftists, they're communists, and they're complete control. And we've got to wake up. Here's an interesting thing you probably saw just happen yesterday, I believe. Rudy Giuliani is suspended from practicing law in New York over false statements about Trump election laws. That's communism. When you cannot have your own opinion about something, and, and when you present evidence, they say, no, that's not been dictated by the state to be accurate. You lose your license. Someone is high up as him. They come after anyone that is not speaking the party line. Why? Because <laughs> we're at war and our enemies are totally in control of everything. Don't think of it as leftists. Don't think of it as Democrats. The Democrat Party is the Communist Party today. They knew you can't gain much traction if you call it communism. So we're going to call it the Democratic Party. And they captured that party, which used to be an honorable party at some point in our history, I've been told. <laughs> Not in my lifetime. But that's what's happened. And so we need to realize that, though, and quit debating and arguing with things. Media is another key area that 
is again has been totally captured. And it was one of the communist goals. <laughs> Goal number 21 and 20. And and they knew they've done that now because you cannot get information out that's different than the party line. And they're all speaking the part the Marxist party line, every single one of them. I mean, you, election results, you can't have a different view. COVID, it was a natural virus and there's no solution except vaccines. Critical race through the J January 6th was an insurrection and the, the patriots are now terrorists. America's evil. The American flag is a symbol of racism and we must do away with that. Only your enemies do that. When you hear someone saying that, you have to know, oh, that's an enemy of our country. That is a communist, whether they know it or not. Of course, there's lots of useful idiots. Why is there so many useful idiots? because 50 years ago they captured the schools and universities. That's why there's so many useful idiots, because they've been brainwashed. But all the people in the know, they are Marxist. That only, only Marxists would tell you that your flag of your country is evil, that your country is evil. Black Lives Matter and Antifa are good. If you say any, anything to the contrary, you're a racist. Only your enemies do that. Um, the transgender movement. That's really shocking to me. It shows how far we've come in the brainwashing. That just 20 years ago, 95% plus of everyone in America, every Democrat, every Republican would say you're crazy in trying to convince little children they might be the opposite sex and then allowing them to undergo permanent mutilating surgeries that cannot be undone and that will destroy their ability to ever be married, ever have relations with the opposite sex, ever have children ever again. I mean, that is far worse than anything that Hitler did, especially it's being preached as it's a good thing and it's a right. And if you're against it, you're evil. Only a Marxist would say that our precious children people that are pro-American and that love this country and love children would never buy into something like that. But the media has been taken over because it was part of the plan of the communists to take America down. Our city is being turned into war zones. <laughs> that's not good for America. When you don't uphold law and order like we talked about, that's not good. Just so as I look through this, I go, all the institutions have been captured. <laughs> we, the people, are all that's left. And so the communists worldwide, they're laughing because they cannot believe we're buying into all their Marxist schemes and all their movements. They can't believe it's happening, that we're so dumb to think climate change is a real thing. We're so dumb to think transgenderism is a real thing. And we're so dumb to think that same-sex marriage, oh, that's healthy and good. That'll really help a country be prosperous. I mean, redefining marriage and, and, and pornography, and they know all that will destroy. That's why it was part of their goals, to promote homosexuality, to promote pornography. They knew it makes you collapse, and they can't believe we were dumb enough to believe, no, you, that's a freedom you have to do things that are self-destructive, to do things that destroy your country and your families and your churches and your neighborhoods, 
you have a right to do that. If you think things are unjust, you have a right to burn down all the businesses in your neighborhood or to kill a police officer. That's your right as a human being. Well, that's where we stand. And I could go into so many other things, but I want you to know China and Russia are totally unified and they are doing everything they can to collapse us from within. And as soon as we have collapsed enough from within, they will attack. That is their only goal long term is to take America over. That's why this threat is so great. It's not just like we'll collapse and just things won't be as good as they used to be. It means we will be so weak. They will see the weakness, the military and everything has been destroyed. There's chaos in the streets and they will come in with the troops. That will happen in our lifetime if things aren't turned around. We have real enemies that really will attack. And that's hard for a lot of people to understand, but we've read the writings of the Soviets. We've read the writings of the Chinese unrestricted warfare and all their current documents saying our number one goal is to take America down so we can have worldwide communism. We're the only thing standing in their way and they know it. So what do we do? We have to stand now. Just like you've seen some of the meetings at the school boards where parents were literally willing to be arrested and we have some videos below you need to watch. They're short videos showing different people standing and what's really going on. We have to stand. We cannot wear the mask. We cannot get the vaccines. We cannot do the passports. We have to say no on a big scale. We got to get our churches and neighbors and communities to start saying no and to start being willing to sacrifice. We need to, to be standing up wherever we can, whenever we can. And there might be a high price, but it's not going to be near as high as it will be a year from now or five years from now or 10 years from now. We have to stand up now for our rights. We have to get our children out of the schools. We have to turn off the TV and start using our time wisely. We need to start sharing the gospel with more of an urgency in Bible reading and prayer and knitting ourselves together in communities that are willing to stand. We need to work at the state level. America is done. They have captured America. It's hard for me to even say that, but they have. They have all the institutions of influence. They have everything except some of the people, we the people. Well, it's time for us again to, to consider moving to, to more conservative states like we've talked about in the past, getting in areas where people are willing to stand, make sure we are electing people that will stand, not just the politicians that talk good, but, but we need to, to, it's kind of our last ditch effort here. It really is. And I don't want to be depressing or sobering, but I do want to be sobering. It's, I just have studied this so long, but I realize I'm even buying into the propaganda a little bit. Like, well, it's almost okay. Next election, we'll get them. Next election, nothing. <laughs> if they keep doing what they're doing, we're not gonna have any more free elections. So we've lost our ability to, you know, air our grievances against our government because they won't let us throw the bums out. So we're getting to a really serious place here because we've been at war, but we were told the war is coming. 
you know, they might attack us. We better build up our military. And so we did some of those things, but we didn't realize, no, the main attack is coming from within. And now that they've captured the young people, their ranks are swelling every day. So we're going to have more in the next several weeks about things we can be doing, how to build local community, how to build stronger areas and stronger states because the big picture is done. We will never have a 50 United States again. Why? Because <laughs> these people are never going to disappear. They're, they're never going to do that. We have to, to do things differently at the state and local level and then be willing to stand and stand when we need to. We have to stop submitting because the more we submit to unjust powers, the more it legitimizes them and gives them the illusion they do have that power. So they'll keep taking bigger steps forward to get more power and more power and more power. They've already overstepped their bounds by a thousand steps um, with what they're doing today. And we need to say no. We need to have our churches open. And when they tell us you can't open, we say we're opening. And then we need to defend our churches if necessary. We need to stand and fight for what is right. Next week is July 4th, and I'm going to talk about what our founders said about what our duties are if we ever have a government that is tyrannical and overstepping their bounds and trying to take away our God-given rights. We must know what we've been commanded to do and what is the right thing to do in America. But again, thank you so much for watching. Uh, please like and share and please consider going to agendaweekly.com. But step up your prayers for our country. When things are this serious with no seeming possibility of turning things back, that's a great time to be praying because God could do the impossible. He can do things we can't do to cause things to happen that cause the heart of the people to repent, and to turn back to him. And that's usually through pain and suffering and disaster. And maybe that's what we need. But if it is, we need to pray, God, do whatever is necessary. But please preserve us so we can continue on speaking truth to the next generation and the next generation. But again, thank you so much for watching. I appreciate you greatly. In Psalm 37, it says, Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good, and so shall thou inherit the land. Thank you so much. And until next week, God bless you.